Hey everyone, welcome to Mental Sanitation. My name is Annelisa and I am your host today and for the foreseeable future and, you know, future episodes. I wish I had a jingle, like, you know, to open the show with, like, for every episode. I wish I had that, but I don't yet, but I'm working on it. I think that you as my listeners deserve as much. If you have decided to give me even five minutes of your time, then you should at least have like a proper decent intro to listen to, you know? Um, I'm going to try and find something that matches my style of music. I might even create the intro myself because I'm like learning so many new skills this year. This is my year to like learn all the... Oh, by the way, full disclaimer, you might hear some cars passing by it rarely happens but if it does happen please accept my apology in advance because i like to shoot this in an indoor outdoor um you'll see it when i start recording when i get like a proper camera and proper equipment you'll see my setting and you'll understand why this is like an indoor outdoor setting and i'll probably take this to like the beach which is where i love to be like that's my favorite place in the world and i'll probably take this podcast day when I start like filming for real because um, I want to take you guys on like beautiful destinations I know that you are nature lovers just like me if you're listening to this and you're of a similar mindset to myself then you probably love being in nature and you won't mind the noise <laughs> but yeah let's get into it um so today I wanted to share a realization that I recently had. Oh, by the way, you guys, I'm noticing that every time I do this like podcast, my voice just starts um, getting raspy. I just think that I'm not yet accustomed to podcasting, even though I do enjoy it. I'm not going to lie. I enjoy it immensely. I'm, I'm, my voice is still getting used to it. It's still catching up. I might start doing that whole warm lemon water and goggle that in the morning just to improve things a bit if it's good enough for Mariah Carey it's good enough for me you know um so anyways the realization that I wanted to share with you guys is the fact that fear creates paper tigers I'm gonna say that again fear creates paper tigers now, what do I mean by this? Basically, I noticed that like every time I read a negative headline or watch a video with a scary clickbait um, title about how the government is about to take away yet another one of my rights, there's this innate pang of fear that arises from the pit of my stomach to my chest every single time. I immediately start creating stories in my head complete with different characters and a plot and villains and my brain just goes into fight or flight mode because I'm obviously perceiving a threat, right? So my ego just takes it there immediately. Now this happened to me recently. Um, I saw a headline that said that some government bureaucrat um, or like political department was planning to take away the rights of parents to homeschool their kids. I mean, the fact that, like, people can even make these proposals is insane to me, you know? 
And of course I was triggered, you know, my initial response was one of panic and fear because I just started playing out the eventual scenario in my head and I imagined the end game of this announcement and its implications. I imagined that this would probably force myself and thousands of other homeschooling parents to send our children back into a system of slavery that we worked so hard to pry our children and our families out of. Do you know how difficult it is to start homeschooling to like, to like transition from being totally hands-off when it comes to your child's education to now being completely hands-on and being completely responsible for that? Of course it's fun, like there's definitely an element of fun to it and it's a revelation for sure and you realize just how much of your life you had formally given to the state to take care of, you know? Because you really can't blame them for assuming that responsibility if you give it to them. And that's exactly what I had done. When I realized that in 2020, towards the end, and then in 2021, when this whole thing just, and you know what I mean by this whole thing, right? What started in 2020. And by the way, I do this thing now in my mind where I basically separate reality and this timeline of reality from pre-2020 to post-2020. The world and the reality that we knew before 2020 does not exist and it's not coming back. I accepted that. I spent a whole year in 2021 mourning that fact because in 2020 I still had hope. I, you know, I still had hope. I was duped. I fell for the narrative early on and I thought that, you know, that our government officials had the noblest of intentions in locking people down and instituting all sorts of pretty much unlawful diktats. Let's be honest. They suspended our constitution just like they did, they did in every other country. Um, and they assumed massive amounts of powers that they never had before, right? And, and they started assuming a level of authority over the people, such as I had never seen in my life before. And it took me a while to get uncomfortable with that. You know, it took me a while because I'm, you know, I'm a very trusting person. I had no idea that after 20 years of like democracy that we would have the situation that we have right now um anyways i yeah i was duped in the beginning but then in 2021 as soon as 2020 ended and then 2021 was basically like a continuation of 2020 right we all know this as soon as it was clear that that was that's what was happening um i started mourning for the world that was because I then accepted the fact that you know that's the last stage of grief by the way right acceptance I accepted it that oh okay like that world is gone so all the dreams that I had in 2019 all the plans that I had in 2019 became null and void immediately immediately as soon as I started mourning that world that's what I was mourning really um, I was not only mourning like the freedoms that I formerly had, like being able to like just go anywhere without having to worry about whether or not they're going to ask you to wear a mask. And by the way, there are places where I don't even shop anymore because they want you to put on a cloth mask. And I normally just wear a visor because, you know, 
I'm not going to... That's a story for another day. I'm going off on a tangent here. Point is, that world is not coming back. And after I took a year-long sabbatical to mourn the old world, I have now cultivated... Um, you know, new dreams and new goals for myself. Um, not only out of necessity, but in response to the environment around me, in response to the reality around me and how things have changed. So I took my daughter out of school and I'm now homeschooling her. And that's what's best for her, to be honest. Because for a child to wear a mask eight hours a day, every single day for five days a week, is not only psychologically harmful but it's obviously physically harmful as well and I can't imagine um, the social setback that these children are going through right now so I didn't want my daughter to be a part of that dysfunction right um, so as you know I, I just took her out of it because I'm responsible for her you know mental well-being and psychological and spiritual well-being as well as her you know, material and physical well-being. So in my mind, I'm setting her up for success because they're going to need, these, ki these kids going through what they're going through right now are going to need, you know, unplugged children when they're adults to help them heal for this, from this, you know? I mean, let's just be honest. Let's call a spade a spade. I also pivoted my goals and my dreams you know, I had always planned on traveling, for example, before, prior to 2020. I was planning to travel in 2020, actually. I had planned all sorts of trips um, for myself and my daughter. Um, but obviously, you know, travel being so contrived right now, I, I know it's not going to happen for a while, you know. So I had to pivot from that. So instead of doing that, I'm now making the commitment to explore more of my community, more of my country, and more of what's around me. I'm probably going to focus more on domestic travel more than anything. Not only that, but on social development once again, because that's one of the things that I'm super passionate about. So I'm like doing a, a complete 360 into going into that field. Another thing that I'm doing differently is um, obviously doing things like starting this podcast. You know, I never imagined that I would do anything like this before um, 2020. But I just feel that I have so much to say and I have had so much to say for such a long time. And I have felt silenced and unheard for such a long time. I mean, it's insane. There are very few voices out there that I can identify with and that I can relate to, that are still allowed even in mainstream media channels, right? And so I want to add my voice to that growing chorus of voices of people who are saying, look, we love and value freedom. And out of our love for the human family and out of concern for the human condition and our the future of our children, we're speaking out and saying enough is enough. So I'm adding my voice to that chorus to say, look, you're not alone if you're having these thoughts. If you feel like you're sick and tired of the state of the world as it is and you want to create something new, just know that you're not the only one who's doing that. There are many of us out there and there's a growing number of us too. 
Um, so yeah, I'm like growing my own food now as well. And I'm learning so many um, skills that I had never had before. So many life skills that I really hadn't had the time to cultivate before. Or to be honest, I hadn't made time to cultivate before. Um, but yeah, anyways, coming back to this thing that happened, right? So I basically imagined how our children would be like taken away from us after this, you know? And how parents could possibly even be taken to jail for refusing to comply because that seems to be the running theme of most governments nowadays. I was running a whole Hollywood worthy script in my head of what would happen. But then I asked myself, and for what though? Why was I doing this, you know? Why was I being triggered so much? So instead of spending the rest of the evening just spiraling out of control because of this, I decided to just reframe my mind and call back my energy. And I did this by asking myself a simple question. Is it true? As in, is the script that I had been playing over and over in my mind a reality in this moment? Or was I just tripping? So basically, instead of seeing this bureaucrat as my enemy, I realize that what they're proposing is one of many possibilities. I also realized that nothing is set in stone yet. This hasn't happened. They were just putting it out there as a proposal. And yet here I was treating it like an inevitability. I then realized that like this is the desperate attempt of a dying system to prop itself out to prop itself up and siphon energy and power from the people as they're leaving it behind in droves. You know? Because why would they target like homeschoolers? And in my country of South Africa, they're even targeting people that like are going off grid. There's this new, we received a letter from the municipality saying that if you want to dig a borehole, you have to go through your local municipality now. I mean, imagine that. And that, you know, if you want to, they, they're trying to pass a law actually that, no, not a law, what do they call it? A policy that if you want to put up solar energy panels again you have to go through the government and allow them to siphon some of that energy so that you can pay them for it imagine that so they're trying so hard to grasp onto these people like they they're they're seeing the fact that people are leaving this system behind and creating a parallel system and they are trying so damn hard to infringe on that parallel system as well they're spreading their friggin tentacles it's just sickening, actually, to think about it. But, like, excuse me, this is, a, you know, this is a good thing when you think about it because it means that they're afraid that their power is dwindling, which means that if they're afraid of that, then that's exactly what's happening and that there's more of us who are choosing this path of least resistance who are like, well, if that's how you plan on running things, then I'm just going to go over here and do something different. So I realized that I was basically giving my power away by reacting to this in a predictable, fear-based manner instead of seeing it in the way that I'm describing it now. Um, excuse me. Um, I also realized that this must be how the parasites of this world 
This is how they're using the masses to manifest their plans and the reality that they want to steer us into time and time again. They always use fear or they will put something, they'll bait us with a fearful narrative. And once we bite into that, that is how they hook us. But now I'm noticing that, no, when you see those fearful narratives, don't be scared. Like, because as they say in the movie and the book Dune, um, fear is the mind killer. Fear paralyzes you. Fear really is a paper tiger. It's paralyzing. It just, you instantly freeze and you just don't know what to effing do. Whereas the opposite of fear, which is love, it's creative. It's free. And so they don't want us to go into to take that route. They want us to be fearful. And so they keep pumping us with these fear-based narratives. Um, and really, when you realize that this is what they're doing, it's so much easier to call your power back and call your energy back and say, no, because that's really all there is to say. It's either you say, yes, I will go along with this or no, and just turn around and go do something else. It's as soon as you realize that you have the power to do that, it's amazing how empowered you feel, you know? Um, and so I basically realized that like this announcement was a way for them to solicit a fearful response, like the one that I was having, because this response not only validates what they're saying, but it strengthens their position because what you resist persists. And this is probably one of the hardest lessons for us to learn at this time, because Resistance has worked so well for us in the past, you know, it's what we know. And even now, there's a sense that a certain level of resistance is needed to fight the appallingly revolting New World Order ideology that is being forced down our throats. But, um, yeah, man, on the other hand, you also have, like, this feeling that these paper tigers have no power without our consent, right? And that that consent can be expressed in many different ways, by the way. It, so it can be the good old-fashioned way of just going along to get along, obeying without question. But it can also be expressed as like this feeling of despair and hopelessness in the face of tyranny and just giving up, you know. Because once we allow ourselves to live in those feelings indefinitely, we end up becoming apathetic. And as we all know, apathy breeds tyranny. As soon as you give up and say, oh, well, whatever... You know, I'll just take, um, I'll just take the needle so that I can like go to restaurants or I'll just take the needle so that I can travel. Once you capitulate, it's friggin' over. Um, anyways, to wrap this up, I just want to say that what happened to me is that I was lucky enough to be awake and aware at that moment that when I was triggered... I was able to see myself being triggered and to see what was triggering me. And that's the power of awareness, the power of now, as Eckhart Tolle calls it. Because if I was asleep, then I would have probably ended up wallowing in a pit of despair for hours on end, thus creating the very reality that I feared. But because I was so aware and awake, I was able to observe my reaction and my feelings and probe into that to access the truth 
instead of what I thought was going to happen based on my limited understanding and my limited perception of reality because I was only seeing what I was being shown. I wasn't seeing, you know, the whole forest. I was missing the forest for the trees, so to say. I also tapped into my perspective as the cosmic self to remember that I'm the final authority on my life and that I won't allow anyone to steal my joy for a moment or even a lifetime. That's just not happening anymore. I allowed that to happen in 2020 and part of 2021. And that's the end of that. Because at the end of the day, these politicians are paper tigers. They are shadows on Plato's cave wall. And the only thing that animates them, the only thing that gives them power is our attention, our fear and our emotions. That's it. Because when we focus our attention and our emotions and our actions on creating the new more than fighting the old, the more we empower ourselves and the more that we animate the reality that we want to see and create. Of course, I'm not saying that physical retaliation is unnecessary, but it could look very different if we approached it from a different perspective. A, a perspective that is objective and calm like if we looked at this from a macro perspective if we looked at this from the perspective of the forest instead of the trees then our quote-unquote retaliation would be very different because now we would be taking all possibilities into account right um so yeah that's my little story of what happened with me and how I got triggered again this past week. As I have mentioned in previous episodes, I am currently undergoing loads of trauma work right now, as we all are, and there's no escaping it. There's literally no escaping trauma work right now. I don't care how wonderful your life is, like, there's always like, and it's cyclical too. It's cyclical. If you have made a commitment to grow, and if you have made a, a commitment to go within and spiritually grow then you will be coming up against this time and time and time and time again you will keep uncovering more um more of these triggers within yourself more of them within yourself but the more aware you are and the more you practice awareness like the more you're able to catch the trigger in the moment the more you're able to catch it in the moment and actually observe and learn from it so that when something similar happens you already know what to do but then when you it's life is literally like a game to be honest it really is like a game because as soon as you overcome a trigger and by overcome I don't mean you step on it or you fight it or whatever no you just become aware just be awareness literally be awareness and just be aware of the fact that, look, I'm being triggered right now. Why am I being triggered? Is this true? What else is possible? You are able to ask yourselves those questions because you are objective. I'm so sorry. There's a bit of noise in the background um, from my neighbors who are wonderful and I love. The one that's talking right now, the guy, um, he's actually an excellent electrician and we're so lucky to have a neighbor who's an electrician because we don't have to ever worry about, um, you know, 
electrical problems or whatever whenever we have an electrical problem we just go straight next door and we're able to get help i mean it's a real blessing i mean small things like that make all the difference in life i'm telling you right now and that's why i love being part of a real community like and that's what i strive to create here with this podcast and with all of my social media channels um yeah but i think i'm going to leave it here i hope that i've inspired you um to raise your own awareness you know um and understand that we will get triggered as this process unfolds you know cuz clearly something is happening in the world and i will go deeper into this topic in future podcasts of my feelings and my thoughts about what's happening in the world today and my place in it because i i have a lot of time to sit and think and i do a lot of that even through all the work that i do because i am like an entrepreneur and i am a creative person and I, and i am a mom you know but even through all of that i always try and find time to self reflect um because i find that it's um super important for my own mental well-being and mental sanitation that's part of the mental sanitation that i practice in as much as i you know wake up and i brush my teeth and i exercise and i take a bath and you know i clean my house I do laundry and all these things. That's all physical sanitation and it's all good and well, but it's just as important to practice mental sanitation. And for me right now, that looks a lot like self-reflection in every single moment and being aware, trying to be aware in every single moment. Um and I know it's not super easy, but the more you do it, the more accessible it becomes to you. the more accessible it is to be aware and to be awake when something happens that wants to trigger you and look i'm not perfect i still get triggered but i don't know like every time i get triggered now there's this sense of peace in the background behind the trigger there's this sense of like being able to observe and sometimes if a trigger is really strong it takes a while for me to tap into that it might take I might need to backtrack and self-reflect after the fact. I might need to do that sometimes because that awareness is not present or accessible in the moment. Sometimes triggers are that strong because the trauma that they are trying to uncover or help you to see is that deep and is deeply lodged and it is like it it has deep roots in your psyche. and so the trigger has to really jar you awake you know like i said i will go deeper and deeper into these um topics in future podcasts and i also want to do this new thing now where i share like interesting newsletters that i get cuz i'm sus- subscribed to some of the most interesting people in the world to me anyways Um and I think that you guys would probably enjoy some of the podcasts that I enjoy. You might enjoy some of the books that I enjoy. You might enjoy, you know, some of the blogs that I enjoy. So I'm going to start sharing some of that with you guys as well in future podcasts. So please look out for that. And always anything that I share is always about mental sanitation and I hope that after this podcast you understand fully. what that really means, you know? Let me get a sip here. The problem is 
the more I talk, the more I want to talk. Excuse me. And I think it's because I did take a long time to do this. You know, I did take a long sabbatical. Like I said, mourning the world that was. That now, this is my contribution in creating the new. Because that's how that's what I feel my role is now, is to create the world that I want to see. Because I know it's possible. I mean, I see signs of it every single day. And the reason probably why, you know, this old crumbling system, the reason why it's so loud right now, the reason why, you know, we have all these restrictive measures, these totalitarian and authoritarian um these extremely authoritarian measures coming up and propping up that's because on the other end of the spectrum we have an immense amount of freedom rising up within like a sense of freedom and a sense of wanting freedom and a sense of deserving freedom that is rising up from each and every human being and so as the old system dies the new system is itself being born and it's a beautiful thing to see it's a beautiful thing to see i also want to dissect movies with you guys because as i was saying that that as the old system dies a new one is born i this weird image came into my head i don't know if you guys watched the marvel movie eternals I will give it a proper review sometime, but basically, um, one of the, you know, stories within that movie, one of the narratives is that, um, basically the universe is created out of things known as celestials, and celestials are born out of planetary bodies. So basically, for instance, in this movie, Earth is a is a host or a womb to a celestial she is growing a celestial fetus inside her but now obviously when the you know when the celestial is fully grown and ready to come out what happens the celestial has to the the earth has to be destroyed and it's an interesting perspective because it basically um describes earth yes as a womb which is something that many of us have um suspected for a long time but also that um all of the created life forms um, and the sentient life forms on earth are there to serve as sustenance for this um, celestial being that is being that is growing inside the womb of mother Gaia and then when this being is fully grown all of those uh, sentient beings are then sacrificed in order for this being to be born because um, celestials their job is to basically create galaxies. So the way they look at it is we're sacrificing a few billion humans in order to create multiple billions of other um, created beings. And when you sacrifice a celestial, you sacrifice all those potential lives. But like, it's an interesting paradox. It really is. I mean, when you take it from the macro to the micro, it's it's an interesting paradox because that is the cycle of life, isn't it? But I don't want to discuss that too much here. Um, but that's the image that came into my head when I thought about the old system crumbling and dying and fighting to stay alive, just as any or living organism would do. Because this old system that we are now coming out of, 
It's a living organism that is animated, like I said, by our thoughts, our feelings and our actions. And as that now dies with those thoughts and feelings and emotions, it needs to die from within us as well. That's why all this stuff is coming out because what we're seeing being reflected outside is actually a reflection of what is going on inside of us, which is why it's so important for us to do this work, which is why it's so important for us to self-reflect every day, every moment, as often as we can anyways. It's so important for us to practice mental sanitation as much as we can and do this trauma work so that we can um, I hate to use the phrase exercise the demons within us. <laughs> um, how can I put it? So that we can like just clear away and just clean out and create space for the new to come in because the new cannot come into like rot, the old rotting world. Like you can't, you just can't. Like even if you're going to plant a garden, you have to remove stuff first and clear out the space and create a nice habit, um, habitat for your plants to grow. Um, so yeah, I mean nature does that itself, you know, with the cycles and the seasons. Um, in order for new life to grow, um, old leaves have to die and old fruit has to fall and rot and feed the new and that's exactly what's happening this is food like all of this this like these triggering events um all of these authoritarian um events that are happening around the world all these triggering events that cause us to have fear and all these um negative emotions this is food for your soul this is good this is fertilizer for your soul and it's a it's a, a trigger to do the work so I'm gonna leave you with this basically because I'm just basically saying the same thing in different ways what I will say is this if you notice yourself getting triggered this week or today or even by something that I've just said and you know when you're triggered you you do know the symptoms of being triggered right uh, it's that feeling from the, that arises from the pit of your stomach and you just feel sick because you can't believe that this person is doing this or that person is saying that and it just like almost blocks your heart and it really hurts around the heart chakra area that is a trigger okay and it's often expressed as feelings such as fear and anger and frustration and you know hopelessness and all these things and the end game of not addressing that is basically apathy. If you don't address those things and you keep covering them up, you will become apathetic and that will show in your actions. It's really that simple. And your actions will lead you more and more into that reality. So my challenge to you is if when you if you get triggered, if you notice yourself feeling being in your feelings as the young kids would say if you notice yourself getting triggered observe and by observe i'm not saying take yourself out or whatever because that's what it might sound like because even as you're observing yourself you are allowing yourself to feel it and go through the process allow yourself to process the emotions as they are as raw as they are if you feel angry feel angry okay 
that's why I exercise almost every morning because I have to th- that needs an outlet that needs that's how that that's my form of alchemy that's how I transform my anger into action one of the many ways anyways this is another but yes if you feel any of these emotions and of course the Im- the immediate reaction is to feel justified and of course you're justified in feeling this way you know of course but then what ask yourself is it true in this moment is what i am fe- is, is is my are, are my fears based in reality in my lived reality in this moment ask yourself that and then ask yourself what else is possible but before you move on acknowledge the pain acknowledge the anger acknowledge the fear love it live in it Ex- let it express through you but and that's the only way to get its message is if you let it speak and you are letting it speak by allowing yourself to feel allow yourself to feel it do not try to numb it in any way don't do it don't try to numb it feel it feel it Ex- let it express itself fully okay and then you will notice that it will it's almost like an inner communication or an inner knowing and you immediately start seeing the lesson in it when you do this you start seeing the lesson in the trigger you start seeing the lesson in the emotion and it just comes to you and you realize oh okay this is why i feel this way and sometimes you know it is related to your childhood and you do have to like dig deeper into that and it might take a while to clear out that the the trauma associated with that trigger but sometimes it's a superficial trigger and um it's somehow related to the to whatever world events are happening like what happened with me this past week um i was triggered by an external event that was like so far away and i had to be honest with myself that i was tripping you know but why was i tripping why was i feeling powerless and then that was me doing my trauma work and that's when i learned that oh i need to develop discernment this is that's what i was being taught that i need to develop discernment and i need to continue to do the work and i'm enjoying it i don't want to lie i really am enjoying it i have a new relationship um to my emotions as cliche as that may sound but it's true so yeah here's to finding the treasure in our triggers you know yeah and with that i bid you adieu is that how you say it hope so